the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and Talk910.com. And now, Rob Black and your money on the Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio, 910 AM. Here's Rob Black. Wow. I made it through the 4th of July weekend. I show up at work today, July 6th. And my radio stations flip tags once again. What do you think about it? I'd love to hear your feedback on this. Clearly, let me give you a little bit of background. Clear Channel, the station that I work for, has got two AMs that are pretty close to each other on the dial. There's green, what is it, 860? Green 960 and, and then this one, 910. And one dial position's kind of been conservative for numerous years. It goes back to the time where we built the, the signal around Savage, very conservative talk show, radio show host. And then they started adding components that were a little bit more conservative, a little bit more conservative. Um, so Green 960, obviously hippie liberal side of the fence where uh, that one's still kind of fragmented. In large part, they had a whole network dedicated to liberal talk syndication, and it just never really took off. So today I show up for work, and now today we are your exclusive home for Fox News Radio. Now, don't worry. Armstrong and Getty and myself not going to go away. I think Armstrong and Getty kind of been leaning towards the average man, the average man who's a little bit more conservative, whereas I take an approach that's a little bit Fox News friendly like where I don't believe the news. When it comes to money issues and financial issues, I think what you get out of the stock market is crap. I think what you get out of the media is crap. I think it's an easier way of accumulating wealth, managing wealth. Um, so I, I survived this round of cuts. I didn't get my dream time slot three to seven. Gone are John and Ken. In comes John Gibson from Fox News Radio. So that's your big changes here. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Do you like it? Do you hate it? You know, Where are you on this? 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. If you're out of the area, it's 415 9101. It's 415-322-9101. Now, there's two more ways you can uh, communicate with the show. Three more ways that you can communicate with the show and your ideas on the flipping of the station, the, the ever so tweaking of the message. So instead of today saying more stimulating, now, when I go to break, instead of saying Rob Black, more stimulating talk, I'm going to say Rob Black, your exclusive home for Fox News Radio. So Twitter me, Rob Black Show. My Twitter account is Rob Black Show. Tweet your thought on this change. I'll read some of them on the air. Or you can go to Facebook if that's your social network of change uh, of where you want to be. I've got a group page there called I Hate Rob Black. I Hate Rob Black. Or you can email me rob at robblack.com. Rob at robblack.com. So there's three easy ways. Now, the more difficult way where you're going to actually have to show a little bit of courage to be part of the show is to call the show, 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Got a good show planned for you today. There's a lot of good content. That extra day off, i.e. yesterday... It just pauses and refreshes. It is so nice mentally because the stories come a little bit easier. The ideas come a little bit easier. Um, but today we're going to talk a little bit about Apple and how they're starting to get into iAd. Now, again, you're saying, Rob, no, no, it's the iPad. No, 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 it's the iAd. 
where they're starting to compete with Google. I'm going to tell you about that, what, what there is to, to look at. I got a little bit of a manly segment for you where we're going to talk about the new Jeep Cherokee. Good idea, bad idea. It's a brand that has had a, an enormous value, but very poor execution in the past. Got tons of stock ideas for you, too, today. So don't worry. Don't you worry your little pea-picking brain, because I got tons of content for you. But first and foremost, let's take a look at how the market is faring today. Now, it's been ugly on Wall Street. In the last 11 sessions, we're down 9 out of 11. It's like, damn the torpedoes. Get in the boat. (laughs) We're going down. The New York Stock Exchange reopened after a long weekend. Dow's up 70. NASDAQ up 16, S&P 500 up 8. So we're up almost three-quarters of a percent. Nothing great. Traders are looking for beaten down stocks. That's the story out there today. When you look at the other big stories, BP is still in the news. We'll talk about BP for sure. In fact, right now there's no answers yet on whether a giant skimmer brought in to help the Gulf cleanup is working. More from Fox News Radio's Jennifer Kuyper. The ship called a whale is supposed to be able to suck up 21 million gallons of oil a day in the Gulf of Mexico. Whether it's able to do that remains to be seen because high seas have prevented a conclusive test. Testing will begin again when the water is calmer. Hurricane Alex, which was about 500 miles away from the spill last week, has also delayed skimming work by other ships. Meantime, the relief well that BP has been working on is expected to be finished in August. Jennifer Kuyper, Fox News Radio. So that's still a little bit of a concern. Yesterday I was on the Channel 4 News, which I do Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I was talking with Pam Moore, who I love. Um, didn't always like her. Kind of, a, I've evolved to respect her and, and dig her news opinion. Uh, in the early beginnings, we kind of were like Brillo pads with each other. Each other. We kind of rubbed each other kind of raw. But um, anyway, we talked about the big problems with the stock market right now. She goes, what's wrong with the stock market? I go, well, it's summertime. There's not a lot of volume. But the three big issues are in China, they're slowing their growth, and we don't know what that's going to look like. In Europe, they've got problems tied towards Greece and even more importantly, what are called austerity measures, where instead of raising taxes to continue to fund government promises, they're cutting what they promised. And that's bad for economies because you're cutting jobs, you're cutting spending. In the Great Depression that we had in this this history of ours, cutting spending is what hurts. I know. We should be cutting spending in the good times and increasing spending in the bad times. That's the bottom line. And the other big issue that we have right now in the United States, so we got three problems. One's China, i.e. Asia. And if I could play my own little Asian music beds, it'd be, I'd go, do Then we got Europe, which they've got problems where they're cutting austerity measures. And then we got the United States with jobs. And that, that if I had a little song in my head, it would be a little Bruce Springsteen, right? Um... Or maybe a little John Cougar melancholy, a little Ain't That America. But those are the three big problems in the world. BP, definitely a problem. But what's interesting to note about that is this is one of those situations where there's no right answers. When you take a look at what's happening with British Petroleum and, like, dolphins that are covered in oil, which just basically ruins your lunch, right? When you see birds covered in oil, when you see uh, the Pensacola area, People aren't, you know, tourism's down 50% and hotels are going out of business. Mom and pop hotels that have been there for 100 years going out of business. There's no right answer because right now there's a lot of economic activity in the South because of BP. BP's throwing down $3 billion to spend money. A little do-re-mi action, so to speak. So um, there's a little bit of an economic off-put there. So we're getting three big issues. Asia, growth, what's it look like when it slows down? 
Europe cutting austerity measures or austerity measures being put in place. And the United States, job issues. Those are the big three issues on Wall Street right now. Next up, this goes into effect today, signed into law months ago. Healthcare reform is now allowing people to apply for new federally funded insurance coverage. Fox News Radio's Jessica Rosenthal reports from Cedar Sinai Hospital. In Los Angeles. It's the first big part of health care reform legislation to kick in. These federal high-risk pools are meant to temporarily stop the bleeding, so to speak, and get roughly 200,000 people with pre-existing conditions some coverage. This trauma surgeon outside Cedars-Sinai Medical Center says it's simply not enough. The pie isn't big enough. Everyone keeps trying to chop the pie up into smaller pieces. Until someone makes the pie bigger, there's not going to be enough money. In order to qualify, one must have been denied coverage due to a pre-existing condition and been without coverage for at least six months in los angeles jessica rosenthal fox news radio i don't didn't hear a damn thing in that story other than pie every now and then i just want to throw it out there i love pie sometimes uh, my, my life motto is sometimes take a pie in the face and some days you're hip deep in pie there's nothing wrong with that so that's pie 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air 415-322-9101. It's 415-322-9101. The Facebook. Someone's already tried to befriend me on Facebook. Don't befriend me. Go to groups and search for I Hate Rob Black. You don't have to befriend me to become part of the show. We'll get there a little bit later in the show. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Wow. It's going to take a little getting used to this new clock. It's Rob Black and your money. 800-345-5639. Don't forget I have an app at the iTunes store under Rob Black and your money. Your exclusive home for Fox News Radio. This is Rob Black and your money on the Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio. 9, 10 a.m. And now, Rob Black. 800-345-5639. You can call them here. 800-345-5639. Get your calls on the air. Don't be shy with the phone calls. Don't embarrass me. Make me look good in front of my bosses. Office vacancies in the United States have risen to the highest level since 1993. Ultimately, sluggish economic recovery damps demand for corporate tenants. Now, the vacancy rate climbed to 17.4% from last year, 16%. So, in a 17.3% number in the first quarter. So, first quarter to second quarter up just a fraction. Effective rents, which is the amount tenants actually pay landlords, fell 5.7% from a year earlier and nine-tenths of a percent from the previous three months. Now, again, this is why, and this just kills me about you people out there, the chicken little approach to money and investing just doesn't work. When you hear a story like office vacancy rates climbs to the highest in 17 years, okay, that doesn't sound good, does it? In your mind, you're like, I want out of the stock market and I want out of it today. I'm cashing my 401k. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm over. But here's the positive on it. If you listen to me, I said effective rents down about 5.7% year over year. I love the part in San Francisco, the part of the city called Union Street. It's my favorite part. To me, the marina's just a little bit too young. The marina's great to see young, sexy people. That's fantastic if you want to people watch and you know that they're going to you know, be knocking boots later tonight. My favorite part, because this is where I fit into demographically, is Union Street. I like Union Street. There's enough alcohol for those who want to imbibe. There's enough great food for those who want to eat. So we saw year over year rents on Union Street down 30%. Now, in this case, or this scenario, just down 5.7% across the United States for office vacancy rates. I'm getting ready to open up another office in the Bay Area. 
and it's going to be somewhere on the peninsula, and I'm start shopping for rates. So me as a business person, do you think I'm happy or do you think I'm sad that office vacancies are at, at you know 17-year highs? I'm happy. So on one level, you're like, uh-oh, that's not good for business. People aren't renting space. And on the other hand, it, it's wonderful because people like me who want to expand their business model can. So, you know, I'm not going to be shopping for office space anytime soon, but I'm, I'm, I'm eyeballing it. So there, there's, uh, Will Rogers, one of those famous Americans who used to sit around and put straw in his mouth, and he'd come up with wise sayings. One of the things he once said was, I'd like to meet a one-handed economist. Because on one hand, the numbers look office in the office vacancy rates. And on the other hand, it's a great opportunity for you and me. Let's talk cars. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. There's a redesign of the Jeep flagship. And it's going to be an important test for Fiat, who now owns Jeep, and their chances for turning Chrysler around. Now, when you think Fiat, you tend to think little sportsters cars, little Fiat spiders. You tend to think European men with hair all over their chest. You tend to think women with scarves and sunglasses. You tend to think European styling, right? You don't think Jeep. So Jeep has just been a massive disappointment, massive amount of corporate owners since 1941. Uh, when you know Jeep was an all-purpose vehicle for the United States Army, and they basically sold it off into the public world. So they've had numerous civilian models. They've had Kaiser Jeep, American Motors Jeeps, Renault Jeeps, Chrysler Jeeps, Daimler Chrysler Jeeps, um, and now this, a Fiat Jeep. So Jeep sales in the United States peaked at 554000 1999. So it's been since 1999 since this flagship has had a good flag day, so to speak. They've been as low as 230000 per year for Chrysler. So... Hmm. Where do I go with this story? Now Fiat, the Italian automaker, they've taken control of Chrysler. So when Chrysler emerged from bankruptcy, they're counting on the 2011 Jeep Grand Cherokee to reverse the slump. The new model, it's now in showrooms. It features a lot of luxury touches. Again, when you think Jeep, you don't think leather seats. When you think Jeep, you don't think wood trim inside. You don't think a heated steering wheel. Options include satellite television. You can now get the vehicle with a Wi-Fi hotspot. Hey, look, the phone's ringing. Um, You get breakthrough features, adjustable suspension system that enables the SUV to achieve 10 inches, almost 11 inches from the ground. So you can now take this luxury Jeep off-road. In the past, you couldn't really take the Jeep off-road as much as you wanted to. So prices for the Jeep are going to run around $30,995. So it's priciest version, $42,000. So Jeep is kind of not figured out, is it... Of a functional war machine, or is it a luxury automobile? So the new Fiat-inspired Jeep will, will tell us a lot. It's a huge, important brand. It's got a huge global appeal. The Grand Cherokee is the Jeep the, that makes the most money, ultimately, out there. So major surgery done, major survival done, being set on to the, the product of the Jeep. And again, the reason I brought that story up is you really can't buy Fiat in the United States. You could if you had an international broker, but I don't really like buying car companies. But the reason I brought that story up is because, again, I'm not some sort of oogie-oogie boogeyman. I'm not talking technical trends. I'm not talking um, candlestick chart breakouts. I'm not talking you know distribution of, of shares. I'm not talking stuff like that. I, I try to show you on the show that money isn't intimidating, and it's pretty darn easy, all things considered. Let's go to Keith in San Jose. Keith? Hey, Rob. How you doing? Doing well. How about yourself? Excellent. Did you have a good fourth? 
had a pretty nice fourth, uh, pretty low-key. How about yourself? Um, excellent. Just stay at home. We have a little two-year-old baby, so you know you spend more time at home when you have a little rug rat running around. I did notice that a lot of cities around the Bay Area canceled their fireworks. So um, I think that's a fiscally smart thing to do, but it's kind of depressing and bumming because I'm sure you remember, Keith, as a kid. Those uh, Fourth of Julys were some good times where you got to meet women or meet young ladies and eat candy corn and stuff like that. So I'm a little bit bummed that Fourth of July is getting canceled, but also kind of happy that it's a, a big expensive. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. What's on your mind? Um, Coinstar. Bought it about a year ago. It's been a great ride on your request. And want to know if it's about time to trade it in or keep keep with it. Okay, uh, Coinstar, ticker symbol CSTR. CSTR. Let me pull up one more chart. Give me just yeah, a second. Yeah, it's been a really good run in the last six months. And I still see those red boxes and everything popping up everywhere, so it hasn't really maxed out yet. But, you know, it's kind of kind of slowed down in the last month. I think uh, even more importantly, they've got some initiatives that should work really well for those red boxes. Couple Id- or A couple stories on Coinstar. Um, Blockbuster is basically caving they're collapsing they're having massive problems coming out of bankruptcy um if you bought this about a year ago you probably bought it around 28 dollars, and it's currently around 43 dollars. that's a huge win it had it kind of got 55 56 57 it played in that area and it just couldn't go higher it's an expensive stock when you look at the statistics on it um you know when you're trading at 15 16 times next year's earnings and people expect the economy to slow down maybe those numbers look a little bit too high but compared to stock markets it's 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 pretty fair Coinstar's got two major business operations, and thanks for the call. And one of them is the, the Coinstar, uh, the money counter, where if you go into Safeway or you go into Lucky's, there's a big machine at the front of the store where you can bring in your bags of coins. Now, what's interesting is they just raised the rate on that. I've always laughed at people who use the Coinstar money counter because it costs about 8.5% to change your coins into money, to any you know, money that you can use. You're so lazy that you're paying someone eight, eight point five of your pennies out of every hundred pennies to basically bank them and roll them for you, right? So now their other business is the DVD Express business, which I think is just unbelievable. I kind of got into this concept a couple years ago, and I fell in love with the stock when I figured out that the two of them correlated with each other. So I went into a lucky, not a Lucky's, but a CVS, and there's this, you know, hey, you could rent a movie for a buck. I'm like, really? And I went up to the machine, and I, I touched it, and it was nice. It was a good, sturdy machine. And I was like, really? You could rent a, a, a movie for a buck. So my goal on it was to beat, you know, was to beat Blockbuster. You know, when you used to go rent a movie, $4 a night, and then if you held it three nights, then they started hitting you with late fees and things like that. So it, it really played to my, my attention. So a lot of support for this company at $44. Now, they just made a huge relationship, and a lot of companies are out there right now making huge media relationships. Remember how we would talk about Sony PlayStation 3 and Xbox getting Hulu and Hulu Premium? That's a negative for this company, because the more stuff we can stream wirelessly into our televisions, the less likely we need to go get it somewhere else. This company needs to get into the wireless business soon, very soon, because even though it's nice to go to CVS, even though it's nice to rent a movie for $1 a night, even though it's nice to get it back within 24 hours so you feel like, wow, I just got a whole movie for a buck. You know, if you go and see the movie Night and Day in the in the cinemas, suck movie, awful movie. You pay for a babysitter. You've got a two-year-old. You basically pay for popcorn. You pay for tickets. It's $150 night. Or you can rent Night and Day for a buck and watch it at home. 
like you could he- you could hear the greed in my head, right? So, looking at the recent quarterly report for Coinstar, ticker symbol CSTR, they've got twenty four thousand eight hundred DVD kiosks. They've talked about potentially. Well, they do. They charge a buck fifty if you're going to rent a Blu-ray. They could always raise prices down the road, and they did a price increase on the Coinstar, you know, money counters from eight point nine percent up to nine point eight percent. So I like that. Um, I think it's steady. I think it's predictable. I think it's got great cash flow. It's aggressively gaining market share, and it still has room to grow. So I think it's still a growth stock. I would say the correction that you're seeing was long overdue. I, I feel good with the 25% correction on a stock, again, that has made you really good money and is, is really outperformed for you going from $28 a share to $43. That's crushed the stock market. It's not as good as Apple, but you know, few things are. Um, they've made deals to get movies, more movies on a respectable fast level. So what they have to do in lieu of, instead of getting it the same day it's released on pay-per-view, they get it 21 days late, but the movie companies are happy. It's another way of them making money. So they've got good distribution deals in place. I feel pretty comfortable with the valuation. I think um, I wouldn't overweight the stock because I do think there's some risks on them getting wireless or not. Um, earnings growth in the past year has accelerated, which is nice. It's positive. The most recent quarterly earnings report was much better than expected, which is nice. The PE is a little bit problematic now, and, and analysts are, are a little bit hesitant on it because it's it's done so well. I would say it's a market perform at these levels. Give it some time to digest. Don't overweight the stock. It's a great concept, though. CSTR Coinstar. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money. You can call the show 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's your exclusive home for Fox News Radio. Black in your money on the Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio, 9-10 a.m. So that's right. We've tinkered once again with the formula that is 9-10 a.m. We've gone from more stimulating talk to your exclusive home for Fox News Radio. I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. Tends I tend to take a little bit of time before I have a reaction to something. I'm, I'm not very reactionary. I'm very robotic. I'm not very greedy. I'm not very fearful. I'm very robotic. That's what makes me good with money and investing. On top of it, I've done it for 15 years. I've learned good times, bad times. I've seen left. I've seen right. I've seen, um, I've seen it all. You know, I've seen it all. I've seen cycles. I've seen greed. I've seen fear. I've seen great wealth created. Um, I'm on the younger side. That works for me and against me. Against me on some levels, some people will say, you're a little bit young. On the other side, I can outwork people who are a little bit older than me. So I'm very good at what I do. Hopefully uh, you appreciate what I do. Anyway, let's talk a little bit about stocks, shall we? Uh, one of my favorite stocks to talk about because I own and because you understand it is Apple. And for the record, I was listening to Armstrong and Getty yesterday when they were doing a best of uh, during the three to seven time slot. They talked about Apple and uh, they talked about how they had heard an economist say, you know, you want things manufactured in the United States, uh, you know, for the first time ever, you know, manufactured in China's past manufacturing in the United States. And Jack Welsh out of GE said, well, you want things manufactured here that are high value and you want cheap things like shoelaces valued in China. And Armstrong and Getty said, so as long as we're making iPods here, then that's good. Ultimately, Armstrong and Getty, again, love them. Very funny. But when it comes to their knowledge on money issues, not so good. 
So that's the thing that I bring to the table here. I'm good at the money issues in your life. I'm good at what's in your wallet. I'm good in your mortgage. I'm good in your home. I'm good in your investments. I'm good with your, your 401k. I'm good with your balancing, rebalancing questions, issues along those lines. So <clears throat> Apple saw their price target raised to $350 today. It's a $250 stock. That's pretty good upside. You do the math on that. That's pretty good. Ultimately, this is 2011 expectations. Looking at the value of things continue to go as is. It should be about 350 if you value them at about 17 times 2011 numbers. And the stock market's valued at about 15 times 2011 numbers. But Apple's better than the stock market, right? Right? So you get the idea. Get you get the idea. So looking at supply chain data, looking at you know assumptions and what's happening with Verizon, what's not happening with Verizon. Will Verizon get the iPhone 4 in 2011? Yes, no, maybe so. There's a huge inventory drawdown right now. Expectations for the iPhones. Um, maybe a little aggressive this quarter. There could be some hiccups in the supply uh, of the iPhones. So there could be some cracks that could push it a little bit lower. But the iPad will make up for it. I've got a friend who's 40, good friend of mine, and uh, she had the iPad one day, and she's on Facebook going, love me iPad, love me iPad, love me it. So people love the product. So I see the analyst pushing Apple's target at 350, and I mostly agree with it. If it were to, if it were to fall 100 points, I'd be the happiest man in the world. I know you're saying, Rob, but you own shares of the company. I would be the happiest man in the world because I would buy more. So now when Verizon gets the iPhone, there's going to be a lot of talk about, you know, how great this is for Verizon. And it will be. It will be a positive. It will be bad, though, for research in motion and Motorola. Ultimately, why? Because people who have smartphones have smartphones. And whether they're on Verizon or AT&T, they already have the smartphone. So if they're on Verizon, they may have a Motorola Droid or they may have a research in motion BlackBerry. And when Verizon gets uh, Apple, it's just going to be the pie is going to be the same size. And I love pie. It's just that there's not going to be any any more incremental pie. So someone has to lose when Apple gains. And it'll be Motorola and it'll be Research in Motion. Let's go to Michelle in San Francisco. Michelle. Hey, Rob. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for asking. Good. Hey, you just wanted to comment on the new format that uh, Talk 910 is taking with Fox News. I don't think we're talking. Are we still Talk 910? Okay, we're still talking about, yeah, we're still talking 910. Just just checking, Michelle. Seeing if we okay. flip format in the last 10 minutes, and we haven't. Whew. So um, I'm still with the beat here. You're still with the beat. So what's your opinion on losing John and Ken from 3 to 7 and replacing them with John Gibson? Well, I don't know John Gibson. Never heard of him. Um, but it's funny because when this changeover happened last year and they took um, Savage off the air and they put John Ken on, I was up in arms. I wrote an email into Talk 910, told them that, I'm never going to listen to your station again, which wasn't true because I listen to you every day. I'm in outside sales, so I'm in and out of the car all day and listening to, you know, the radio. But um, I ended up falling in love with John and Kat. I think what I liked about them so much is that we're California-based politics as opposed to national. And it was nice to have that view of just our home state, and it made me realize how screwed up we are. As a, as a government here in California. No doubt so, about it. Yeah. So I don't know. I've got mixed feelings. I'm going to miss them. Um, but I'm very open to hearing what the new, um, the new slot at 3 to 7 has to say. But at the same time, if they're not uh, 
California-based viewpoint, I'm going to really miss that in my, my daily news. You have a point there, Michelle, and, and let me add a little credence to it is that when I first heard John Gibson in the station was going to go to the Fox News, the exclusive home of Fox News, I'm like, that's actually a pretty good thing because right now we're just ultimately we're four shows from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And we're all kind of we're all kind of different. We're all different pieces of the pie. We all have kind of a conservative angle in us. John and Ken's big negative was they're too Southern California. They're wildly successful in Southern California. And there's so many easy pot shots you could take in Northern California as well. And they just never really grasped that. Uh, management tried to push them into it. But I'm going to miss the, the the state show in lieu of the national show. I'm going to love that Fox is behind it. I'm going to love the, the, the money that Fox throws at their radio product. It'll sound great. It'll sound wonderful. But, yeah, we are going to a more national show. And, and one thing I love about radio is it's, it's incredibly local, local. That's the phrase. That's one of the reasons why I moved to San Francisco is because San Francisco likes local programming enormously. So on one hand, I think we're going to go a step backwards. And, the, uh, you know, the other hand, I think we take a step forward. Um, I think the, the sound of three to seven is going to be better than it's ever sounded, even even crushing Savage's sound. So and Michelle, a quick question for you. I've never heard a woman say that she's like Savage in all of my life. I've never heard a woman say that she dug Savage, which is kind of odd. Michelle, did you did you dig on him? Did I what? Did you dig on him? Did you crush on him? Did you like him? No, no, nothing like that. Just, I I don't know. He was entertaining, and it was, you know, it was great to hear him go on his tirades from time to time. Yeah. And, you know, you just have to take everything that everyone else says, with a, not necessarily with a grain of salt, but if you're going and t- tuning on the radio and saying everything that these people say is Bible, then, you know, you're off in your own little world. But if you can just take it for what it is, and I mean... When he, you know, he is sexist at some times, but I'm above that, and I don't necessarily need to listen or pay attention to that aspect of his show. Yeah. But he is fearless in ripping people, you know, new ones of you know what yeah. when they've done wrong in politics. You could be the smartest woman on the planet. I've never heard such an eloquent speaker. Oh, so, thank you. I love that. I love that you said when he's sexist, I just forget about it. I move on. I love that yeah. internal editor of yours. Thanks for the call, Michelle. Yeah, thank you. I kind of do the same thing with you, Rob, when you're sexist on your radio show. You know, you know what's well, funny about me? I'm, so I'm not really sexist as much as I am. I, I think women are goddesses, and I fear you. Oh. So. Well, that's, that's, a good, uh, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, absolutely, and thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. I'm not sexist. If there's anything, I'm I, I'm. Sexy. I'm I'm sexy fun, if I'm anything. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Hey, you can find me on Facebook group. Facebook group, I hate Rob Black. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. You can email me, Rob, at robblack.com. Speaking of emails, right around the corner, we're going to do a couple of emails in your phone calls. 800-345-5639, your exclusive home for Fox News Radio. Exclusive home for Fox News Radio, 9, 10 a.m. And now, Rob Black and your money. Sometimes things just don't make sense. We've got the baseball all-star game right around the corner, and one of the best teams in baseball from a pitching standpoint is the San Diego Padres. How many San Diego Padre pitchers were voted into the all-star game? They got the best pitching in the league. How many do you think were voted into the all-star game? The answer, zero. I'm fascinated in my numbers. Numbers intrigue the hell out of me. I watch a baseball game, and I'll see someone like Pan- Pablo Sandoval, the panda. He's hitting 250. let's just say hypothetically. I know he's going to get a hit one out of four times, so in a typical baseball game, he'll get one hit. 
that relaxes me. I know it's coming. It may not be this at bat. It may not be next at bat, but it's probably the next bat at bat after that, or there's a good chance it's last at bat. So for some reason, statistics just comfort me. It's telling me who I am. 800-345-5639. Let's go to Kim in San Jose. Kim? Kim? Yeah. You're on. Oh, okay. Sorry. No worries. Oh, my, my comment was I'm not happy with the change of the programming. And I I listen to Michael Savage from 3 to 5. Right. And I listen to him in the morning when he's on. Right. I can't get enough of them. Really? I'm, I'm stunned by that. I, I, I love him. I tell my husband all the time that he should be jealous. Really? You know, do you know, you know, he's like 94 years old. I don't care. I love the man. Really? Yes. Are you one of those women that like are, are just throwback women? Should I be calling you doll? doll? <laughs> hey, doll. Thanks for calling. <laughs> no. And so, my husband you know, loves your show and I turned him on to nice. you also. I don't mind he that. To you every day. I love the husband and wife listening to the Rob Black threesome. I like it. Yeah. So quick question for you, or just not even a quick question. I just wanted to throw this note out there because here's my opinion on Savage, and thanks for the call. I think he's one of the biggest phonies in all of radio. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but he's a doctor of nutrition. He's not a real doctor. He's not a political science major. I think that he's a shameless whore for his own books. I've got a book out there. You never hear me talk about it. I find that shameless. If, if you want to be successful, people will find you. You don't have to tell people you're great. Just be great. So on top of that, I moved out to California nine years ago. And when I moved out here, I worked for a station called CNET Radio. I love California. I love the people. They're the smartest in the world. I, I really think the people of California, the Bay Area, just they're highly educated. And that turns me on. So I moved out here and two months later. Clear Channel basically took over CNET Radio, and uh, I lost my radio station. And guess who was on my time slot? I used to do 4 to 7. Guess who was on 4 to 7? That's right. Savage. F him. I hate him. And then I had to drive around the city of San Francisco all the time and see these old pictures of Savage from 20 years ago on billboards. Hated that. Spies that man. 800-355-639. And in this day and age, Kim, just to let you know, he only produces about 15 minutes of new content a day, and everything is just rehashed. And he's got, oh, oh, wait, wait, here's the best part about him. He believes in freedom of speech, right? And Heidi and I, we started the show 15 to 18 months ago here on Clear Channel. And one of the things that I wanted to do was what would Savage say? Because he always says ridiculous things. So people like you would call up and you'd say, hey, what do you think about Coinstar? And I had this great idea of having Savage go, oh, 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 oh. just taking some audio out of his show that has means nothing and putting it into my show. Kind of like a magic eight ball. It's going to be a magic Savage ball. He freaked out. He called management. He cried. He threatened to quit. He threatened to go off air. He freaked out like a baby. Doesn't like people making fun of him. Doesn't like anyone else having free speech. For him, eh, it's okay. Let's go to Brian in San Mateo. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Good, Brian. You going to tell me how much you love Savage, too? You know, it's funny. I, well, I moved to, to San Francisco about eight years ago myself from Los Angeles, and I, I'm a kind of a talk show is junkie, and I listened to Michael Savage, and I thought the guy was totally vile. But I sort of became fascinated by him, and I <laughs> and I appreciate some of the stuff he says. But he is kind of ego maniacal. I would agree with you. But um, enough of that. Uh, listen, um, I'm a self-employed guy. I'm a general contractor, and I'm just really hurting. And I don't have a pension. I don't have 
anything in my future, and um, am I in the wrong business? What should I do? I, I'm really getting worried. I'm 53 years old. I have two kids under the age of 10, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of concerned. Now, what do you mean by general contractor? What type of work do you do? Well, I'm basically a remodeling contractor. I like bathrooms and kitchens and stuff like that. I don't really okay. build homes. Okay, so I, I get the basic idea. You're totally licensed and bonded and insured? Yes, I am. Do you do everything that you're supposed to be doing, like joining the Better Business Bureau and, and going in, like doing rotary clubs and things like that? No. You don't network very well, then, do you? Um, probably not. Okay. So I'd work on the networking as much as you can. Um, and then when somebody like me says, hey, I live in San Carlos, you're in San Mateo, I could use a kitchen remodel instead of instead of giving me a full bill... Instead of saying, you know, here's what I'm worth exactly, say, hey, why don't you mention on the air 30 times that I did your kitchen and, and show people the kitchen and, like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. you got to get really, really creative at this point in time, Brian, because mm-hmm. there's too many general contractors in California. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I came up here from L.A., it was booming. Right. It was the, it was the opposite of what it is now. Now people are taking advantage of the fact that guys are hungry and they don't want to pay. right. And yeah. it's expensive, though, too, because keep in mind, when you came up, people were taking money out of their home, getting a second mortgage, refinancing it, and paying you with not money that they earned, but money that the house earned. So that it was kind of like those fake pro- profits, so to speak. Now, they become very real when you pull the money out, but then later in life, when you realize that the home dropped in value, it, it kind of stinks. So, yeah, um, yeah. He, what I would do, Brian, if you're really, really concerned, is I would move to where the jobs are, move to where the construction is. It's in mid-sized towns. It's in towns like, and forgive me for saying this, like cities like Berkeley. Now, Berkeley is already built, and you can't build in California. So you want college towns. Um, if you were to go to Charlottesville, Virginia, if you were to go to Raleigh, North Carolina, if you were to go to Bend, Oregon, anywhere that there's a good college close by, you're finding that there's still you know, mid-sized markets in the United States still seeing construction. And instead of competing with 10 electricians and 10 general contractors, it's a much easier pie because there's more homes being built at that point, um, more home additions and more money coming into those those areas. I think the, the Bay Area is just saturated, um, in my opinion. And again, if if my home doesn't go up in value 200000 Brian, I'm going to negotiate with you. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. So it, it's a little bit tougher. So I would move to where the jobs are, i.e. the south, um, and or I would um, get really aggressive with the networking. Okay. And you mentioned the Rotary Club. Why the Rotary Club? Um, I know it sounds incredibly stupid, but the more people you can network with, um, the, the better. So when I first started in business um, as an investment advisor, I joined every group that I could, and most of them failed. Yeah, but the, the more groups you get into, uh, if you can click with people and, and, and connect with people, you know, everyone wants to – the reason people join Rotary Clubs and the reason people join business clubs and uh, the Better Business Bureau, small business groups, is you, typically they want to push their own product. Um, but if you can get in a situation where, you know, you can do a little bit of bartering, you can get, you know, do a little bit of survivability, um, you know, in my situation, when I started an investment advisory firm, I wanted everyone to hire me. Uh, but ultimately what I got out of it was like, I got a guy who was able to fix my computers. I got a guy who was able to, you know, people that I trusted and people that I grew to, grew to like and still use to this day. So I don't know, network. Okay, and real quick, um, it's interesting. I, I caught this, this, one of the reasons I called was this. So they canceled John and Ken. Yeah, the, what they did was John and Ken just never really caught on in Northern California. And I shouldn't speak to this. I should let the program director speak to it. But uh, but because I, I listened to them when I was in L.A. for years. Yeah, 
and and uh, and then all of a sudden Michael Savage was gone, and they replaced him. And then I started listening to them again. I, I find them kind of entertaining. I'm surprised they were canceled. Yeah, I, I think what it comes down to is that they were too specific to Southern California. Okay, and they didn't really talk about the mess that we have in San Francisco. Now they they hit Sacramento pretty good. Um, they hit Sacramento definitely. They did they did talk about the, uh, Gavin Newsom quite a bit actually, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll be back. Maybe John Gibson will be a massive failure. One never knows. He? John Gibson. John Gibson. He's um a Fox News radio guy. So, oh, he's okay. a little, he's not as crazy as um the Bill guy, Bill O'Reilly. Um yeah. but he's also I'd say a little bit more conservative than, than Glenn Beck. So, or a little bit more hardcore than Glenn Beck. Okay. So, All right, Rob, yeah. thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Okay. So, Brian totally missed it there. I was his, I was giving him a softball. I said, "I need my kitchen remodeled." I can get you advertising on the station, FOC. Totally dropped the ball there. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. He has two kids, and he moved from Northern, Southern California to Northern California. I think one of the investment lessons there, believe it or not, is kids are expensive. Kids are expensive. I mean, if he didn't have kids, he'd be like, ah, me and my wife could live in a tent. We'd be fine. But the kids issue... It gets in people's minds. It gets in their heads. Oh, oh, real quick, um, because I still have time for this segment. Um, Netflix announced something kind of interesting. It's a long-term agreement with a company called Relativity. And what it's going to provide is Netflix access to theatrical releases a few months after they're released on DVD during the traditional pay TV window, the pay-per-view. So this is going to increase value to subscribers and provide multiple benefits to Netflix. Uh, One of the problems with Netflix streaming right now is the movie companies don't want to get anything. They don't want to give anything away that they can charge a premium price for. So Netflix, a lot of what they're offering, like Hulu offers TV shows from today. Netflix offers TV shows from last season. So getting a little bit more time current important. I like shares of Netflix. I do not recommend that you buy until there's a correction in shares of Netflix. You listen to Rob Black and Your Money. Rob Black and Your Money. You can find me on Facebook group. I hate Rob Black. You can find me on Twitter. Rob Black Show. At robblack.com. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back on Rob Black and Your Money. Fox News Radio, your exclusive home for Fox News Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.